Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Welcome to Jamo and Jake Radio. It is June 3rd. Is it, is it summer yet? Is I never know. Some people don't say June is summer. To me, June's summer. School would still be in session. I don't know why this is part of the intro. Kings TV announcer Grant Napier resigns after tweeting All Lives Matter. Boston Marathon has been canceled. James Dolan says some more dumb shit. I don't know what he said, but I'm guessing it's dumb. Dallas police ask people to call out protesters. A man throws pickle and we got some food fights in Ohio. All right, welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio, Wednesday, June 3rd. Is June summer, Jake? Like, June 20th, summer starts in the Northern Hemisphere. Okay, I knew there was some, because I always just go Memorial Day to Labor Day. June, July, August, that's like summer in my brain. Yeah, because it says, it says summer ends September 22nd, which is kind of horseshit. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. That's sweater season, that, right? uh, that your eyes are the soundtrack to my summer, so it, it always feels like summer on Your eyes are the soundtrack to my summer. Don't you know they're unlike any other? And the biggest thing is like, oh. Yeah. That was good. Um, mine is good. But, um, yeah, I think summer, you'll know it's summer because there will be a day on Twitter that's like, can you believe it? Summer. Ah. This is the worst summer ever. My God. Summer's summer. Yesterday, Chris Archer underwent surgery to relieve symptoms of a neurogenic thoracic outlet syndrome. Archer's protected return in full competition for 2021. That's brand new spanking news on the timeline. Wow, that's that's for Archer. That's brutal. He was doing a lot. We saw him at spring trainings. High hopes. Tough, tough yeah, start. he's been he's been our ploofs guy from like before before anything almost. And uh, yeah, that sucks. But um, you know, if MLB does come back, which again we think is going to happen, we think trend we think trades are going to be frozen, or that's what we've assumed for a little bit now. We haven't really mm-hmm. heard anything. Yeah. And Archer was in a contract year on the Pirates. Um, I wonder if this was partially a business decision. He's not missing out at much, you know, now that you think about it. Yeah. He's not missing out on much. If it's a half season on a losing team and there's no possibility of him, not a losing team, but whatever. Maybe, no po- maybe we're being a little rude to the pirates. I'm like, I'm the 95% Chris Archer gets his surgery done anyways. But there is like a 5% that he's like, this Whoa. season looks like shit. When we talked to him, we were like, yeah. hey, you probably get traded this. And he was like, yeah. He was, yeah. he was interested by the fact. 
He was interested by the fact that he might potentially be traded to a contender to help them compete down. And now that that option's off the table, it might make surgery a little easier and a little make more sense. Because if he gets gets traded to a contender, that also would help his free agency a lot. So and they're what's free agency look like next year? Anyways, that's uh we're getting into some talking baseball stuff. How are you doing today? I'm okay, Jim. I woke up a little hot, a little hot. Like temperature wise um, or mood? Uh, mood wise, okay. uh, I woke up. I got a I got a full night's rest. I didn't stay up late. Um, and I opened up my phone, and I haven't. I I don't know. I haven't seen the depths of Twitter yet, but it seems like the protests and the riots and the cops and everything, it seemed like they were a little toned down. I saw one bad video, but, um, there's still, there's still a ton going on. Oh yeah. Just in comparison to the past two days, I've seen, uh, it's seen a little less bad stuff. Like I saw the one, there was cops that baited people in by kneeling and then they tear gassed them (laughs) and it's like, okay, uh, not cool. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, there's still a lot of bad stuff going on, but I did have a gentleman DM me on the Instagram. Um, and I, uh, you know, Blackout Tuesday was kind of cool. I think it showed unity, but, you know, the people that questioned it for what does it actually do are right. Because um, at the end of the day, you're just posting an Instagram thing. Um, you know what? Uh, on Blackout Tuesday, if you're going to, can we stay? I have... Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, KFC Barstool. Tweets before he thinks that's kind of been his brand a lot. And I, you know, right. at times I like him at times I don't. Um, I grew up reading every blog he ever wrote, but anyway, he, he came out hot against blackout Tuesday. And I was kind of having a debate with Katie about, cause I, and someone, uh, uh, Bobby Dobbins messaged me and was like, I know how much you hate this rinse and repeat cookie cutter shit. So to see you do it was actually like, I know that you thought about it. And I was like, thanks. I'd actually didn't respond. Sorry, Bobby. Um, but, but KFC said that, like, this doesn't do anything. Like, isn't it better to talk about it? And then there was a lot of responses and credit to him. Cause he even was like, all right, I think there could have been a cooler way, a better way to like what we actually posted, not just a black square, but I do appreciate the message. And then when you did scroll through Instagram, yeah, it was really powerful. And anyone that posted like a picture of like, Joe's banana I'm eating was yeah. a little like, uh oh. And they might not even know it. You know, like some guy in Australia was like, What do you why did you just post a black square? And right. then there was a conversation of mine and I felt bad because so I felt bad for people that are in a what I what I'm getting I was skeptical and also kind of like, eh, this seems so pandering and dumb. But then the way it was explained was it's it's not for the people, it's not for big companies and corporations. Cause they feel goat into it. it's for the everyday person. It's, it's a sign of unity, uh, of, and again, like I, I, <laughs> I walked into this on talking baseball yesterday, one of those square box charts with the arrow, the first box, the, the first box you should start with is, are you okay with killing black people who are innocent and just killing black people? If you know, the answer should be, no, I don't like that. Um, and then you're good. You're with us. You post, you know, post the black picture on your Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Um, and I, I do get it cause you know, and that's where the barstool guys, cause El Prez did the same thing. Um, and it's, it's the whole point of it is the, Hey, let's put all the other opinions away for a second 
and show that you're new. Because a lot of people are still uncomfortable and they they kind of don't get it. At the same time, are there people that are being hokey and just doing it because everyone else is doing it? Yes, but let's use that as an opportunity um, mm-hmm. to to show them that they they are acknowledging and maybe they are a part of something uh, or they can be a part of something. Um, and so that's where it's the follow-up. It's the... Um, you know, I, I commented on a girl from high school's Instagram because she did this like rant thing that she's like, well, I don't think people care. They're just doing it for class. And it's like, hey, you know, let's let's use this energy. This this is an awakening for a lot of people. I think I'm one of them. Like I, I and I think a lot of people are scared to say that um, because this stuff has been happening for a while. But let's let's use this energy like let's remember this and let's go forward and act. So that's where. And now it's like, let's make that matter. I know I I donated a little bit of my own money, which is the origin or origination of this story. Um, I know as a company we we're donating, um, and you know we we want to get involved and do different things. And that that's going to be my other Jake. Do, you know, do one thing and then do one other thing, and you know keep keep yourself in tune, keep yourself interested. But anyways, so I. That was kind of my post yesterday. I was like, Blackout Tuesday was kind of cool. And I, I think there was a slight impact to it. But now make it matter. So I, I posted a donation thing, whatever. Um, you know, uh, a lot of people DMing and like, dude, thanks for using your platform, however small it is, but thank you. Um, and then I go to bed. And I wake up and I've got one DM from a kid who's... He writes a couple long paragraphs and blah, blah, blah. And it's about the the blue act and this. And, hey, I don't want you to think this is about politics or I'm attacking you, blah, blah, blah. So I gave him my my new one-line speech, like, are you okay with black people being killed? He's like, dude, why you jump there? And it's like, because that's where we that's start. That's the start. We're not, that's not the that's jumping. Not, <laughs> that's, the, that's not the jump. That's the starting line. That's what like, this is about. Yeah. And so uh, we had a long conversation and he's like, no, dude, like, blah, blah, blah. It's about Blue Act and blah, 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 and how they use their money. And I was like, hey, you know, I know there's a lot of charitable money stuff out there. And I get that. Like, you and I, um, and I think a lot of people have been stewing over, like, hey, I just want to make, I want to donate. I just want to make sure my money gets used the right way. And that's a fair thought. Everyone should think that way. Um, But so we were going back and forth. And I was like, dude, I donated to Black Lives Matter. Like I, I went through the website because I think black lives matter and I don't want black people getting killed for no reason and living in fear in this country. Um, and then it, he was just going back and forth. And he's like, dude, are you offended? And I was like, no, dude, um, you're not getting it. And he's like, dude, I like, I, I'm sorry, man. I, I don't want you to be offended, but like, I, I just, I don't support everything, you know, that the blue act is a part of like, I, you know, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, do not care. Um, <laughs> And so I told him, I was like, and he's like, I just think you could have gone directly through the Black Lives Matter website. I go, okay. And that's when I knew if he doesn't get this, you know, you're no longer a human. If you click on the Black Lives Matter website and you click donate, it goes through like the Blue Act transaction site. So guess what? If Black Lives Matters wants to use that, I don't give a shit. So it's kind of like being upset power. about like you should have paid with Venmo and not PayPal. Like, come <laughs> on, people. I'm supporting Black Lives Matter. Whatever they want to do, however they've decided to use their money, that's fine. 
I, I don't get the vote there. <laughs> I want to support them. And the kid came back and he's like, oh, dude, I didn't realize that. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, hey, maybe maybe I half educated one person for 45 minutes on Instagram today. Uh, I was running hot. Thank God he did, because otherwise I'd be coming into this show with a lot different demeanor right now. Um, but, hey, so that's that's a, a small win, if you will. So I'm, I'm doing OK. I ran across to CVS. Um, I like mis mixing, uh, raisin oatmeal with apple cinnamon oatmeal. Um, like if I make it, I'm going to mix those two. I'll let, I'll let you know right now. The people listening. Yeah. If you don't mix your cereals, come right. on. You can't just oatmeal. eat one cereal. You have to, I mix oh. every cereal with Cheerios. Okay. So you're kind of cut your cereals. That's interesting. I'm not saying that. I, I don't want people mix thinking they have to do that. Uh, but yeah, you can try it. But I mix I mix oatmeals. So that's uh, so raisin and apple. I like mixing those two. Uh, so I normally buy a box of each, and then I you know put the separate packets in there. Uh, what we've currently run into a problem in our household is that okay. Jessica likes the apple, and just the apple. Um, so I got myself pretty geared up for a little oatmeal this morning, and I came to find that there was only four raisin oatmeals. Um, so I had a little old man moment, and I was like, well, not eating oatmeal. Went across the street, bought a Cliff Bar from CVS, bought some LaCroix, bought some shampoo, too. Been without shampoo for a couple days. Um, did you use shampoo? Yeah. Your hair looks a little feathery today. No, I did not. Um, and, dude, I'm, I'm a little bummed out because if I, I – which angle is it? I think when I was coming in at this angle, I was like, this is, again, a look. But if you go around to the other side of my head, it's clearly like, oh, sleepyhead. So – uh, a little disappointed there, but net net, uh, doing well. Let's get this bread Wednesday, Jim. How are you? Let's get this bread Wednesday. Wow, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, doing well. We did announce today that uh, John Boy Media donated a bunch to the same, same thing. Which um, you know, it's funny because we, when this became a a real company, we had so many. My first thought was, and I don't want to, we had a lot of ideas for how we can give back to the community. And um, I was excited about, you know, being able to have a company that's profitable and being able to give back to the baseball community. And we've run through a ton of ideas and I've run through even yeah. more in my head that I haven't shared because you know how my brain works. And we had a lot, of, we had something lined up for this week that, you know, it's like, well, there's one thing we should donate to right now. And it was cool, yeah. man. I mean, like the Slack yesterday, the company Slack was really impressive and proud and, and all of our employees sharing and, and sharing links and sharing, and sharing books and sharing knowledge and listening and all that. And, and, uh, you know, the board, me telling him I want to donate, I want to donate this much. This is the, and, uh, I feel good about it, but like, you know, Business-wise, it's still corona times. There's still no baseball. So there's a morality, and I feel very, very happy with everything. And then there's a business brain, and I feel very, very scared because uh, we're not flush right now. So yeah. I had like a whirlwind, my brain punching each other, and uh, it was difficult because I don't think some people that I was trying to 
talk through that with appreciated the fight in my brain. Like I had some other people I was calling and they were like just downplaying the punches being thrown by the business brain as if they're irrelevant. And I'm like, that sucks. Cause I was like, you know, going through like a big torn there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, there's uh there's easily places within the company that money could have been used, but uh, we did the right thing. And I think that's uh that's that's what you have to bank on, and the money figures it figures itself out, man. I mean, we uh, you know, the different times, personal lives making different amounts of money, <laughs> very little money, which we've talked about even at the start of doing this. Um, and you know, we and and that's I I think that's what you know in the back of your head. You know, we've we've had many discussions about what would happen if this happens, what happens if this happens, um, and you know, it's it's gonna be all right. Um, you know, if it, it let's get might, baseball uh, back, if they come back have, now yeah. and say there's no baseball, I may go cry in a corner for a little bit and then sure and then take massive Same. amounts of drugs and make breakdowns until my uh, voice bleeds and cancel every other show. <laughs> well, I'm excited for the latter, but I don't want the former because yeah, no, it's uh, it, it would be really sad if baseball doesn't come back and then uh. Again, then it sucks because then I have to go and become a professional TikToker, and I'd never wanted that on my LinkedIn. What's happening? Passing. It's a good song. Did you hear about Carol Baskin? She got the whole farm or whatever. The yeah, scene? it's pretty funny. She's a murderer. Murderer. There's been another murder. Savannah. I've been to Savannah. Nice place. Facts. Uh, do you have any other banter to talk about? Banter. Dude, Katie um, walked all of Manhattan yesterday. Yeah. She started by me, walked all the way down to downtown, like the tip, and then walked all the way up to you. Yeah, I know. Like over six hours Gracie of Mansion walking. Over there. What's that? Um, yeah, over by Gracie Mansion. That's, uh, that's where we ended up. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. Um, helicopters and everything, but it's, uh, I mean, it's good. It's a lot of walking. There's a lot of, I would have, you know, I'm glad we, here's a little selfish brain. I'm glad we have platforms. Cause I feel like we did do stuff and we, we did keep the conversation going on our platforms that we have. If we didn't have those, I would have still felt the obligation to do something like Katie felt. And I probably would have marched with her and, I'm not a marcher. I'm not built for it. 75 yeah. degrees, sunny day, walking six hours straight. I may have, you know, I don't know if I could have done that. Yeah. So thanks I to our audience. I think you could have. I believe in you. Oh, I don't know, I man. I believe in you. Anything else? You want to jump to sports? I didn't even look at uh, BBD's notes for the show today. Well, yes, I did because I, I made the title. Trying to think what else. We uh... heard you read off them. Yeah, yeah, I did. It was yeah. a lie. I just didn't input so, them. I don't remember much. Um, we put on the news uh, yesterday, which, again, is like a big thing in this household. So that's something. Um, what did we watch last night? We were Dude, on that the very news. couch I'm looking at. I had some thoughts on the news. Uh, when is the news going to die? It's an interesting question. Um, like, do people our age... I thought years. people our age didn't still 
turn on the news like on TV. I've I haven't watched like you know the nightly news on TV. Right. Probably in a decade. I'd say thirty years. That's my number. Do you? But you say you and Jess still put it on every now and then to get like info. That's the opposite of what I just said. I just put it on for the first time and maybe our relationship. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So when is that gonna die? going to die? Thirty years. I just told you. Um, I had it as quicker. Years. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance I, I could see it expedite, but yeah, I mean, if you put everything, you know, look back. I was. Here's a. Did we ever talk about Sinbad on here? The actor? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know in what context. I'm sure maybe we've said his so, name before. First so Kids is a great not. movie. What did I watch last night? We went on Netflix. Oh, just Kimmy Schmidt. Shut up, Jake. Okay, anyways. Um, Sinbad. So, two weekends ago, go visit my girlfriend's family, right? And I, uh, you know, I was starting to get a little bit of that itch slash you know, you're just not in your own home. So you're like timid to turn on the TV and stuff like that, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so it finally gets to the point where it's like, all right, let's turn on a little TV. And so it ends up landing on like the YouTube app. Like I can't get to actual TV. And then someone, I, who knows how it happens, but a Sinbad stand up ends up on the TV. And A, it was pretty good. I don't know if Sinbad's been like canceled or anything, or if he just, it turned out like he wasn't very popular, but I think he um, just ran his course, but he was funny yeah. while running. He's got some good stand up stuff. Um, his, his approach, his approach is really good. Um, he's just smiling and making fun of himself. Hey, that's <laughs> how we get through life. Um, but, uh, Sinbad on the TV, no idea where the story was going. Where'd we start? I don't know. You just brought up Sinbad. Tough. <laughs> the news and sin. I have a Wes Anderson on YouTube. Um, this is brutal because I really enjoy Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Yeah. Well, who knows? But you know, I I don't know. I really Wes Anderson. I really enjoy his movies. He said that uh, that I can't die soon enough. Well, oh, the full sentence is John Boy with the capital B, which always yeah. confuses me. I want to find out the psychosis of people who capitalize the B and ask them why do you do that? I don't get it. Um, mm. Oy. Is it Game Boy? I've had, I don't get it. J John Boy is an anti-American sodomite. It's like two different words. Who can't die soon enough or dead enough. And I right. get the whole first half of what he's saying. Um, like, I don't agree with it. Right. But it's his opinion. But what's the end mean? He can't die soon enough or dead enough. What's or dead hmm. enough mean? I remembered what I was talking about with Sinbad. So part of his stand-up was... <laughs> Huge. He was talking, we were talking about the news getting canceled in 30 years from now, 30 years previous. Um, he was talking about how back in the day with TV, like TV went off. Like they would air a program. It would oh, yeah, go yeah, till yeah. midnight. And then an Indian TV, circle. Yeah. Logos. Just the, the TV's offer would just go white noise. Um, and like it, his standup was from the nineties and there's kids in the crowd laughing like BBD. Do you, like you, you might have seen it in movies or something like that. But did you know, like TVs just went off, like there wasn't stuff on anymore. Yeah. This, so this like, is what I'll show you what they showed, BBD. So like um, ABC would air like their nightly program, and it would end, and then they'd be like, "All right, that's all, folks." Yeah. Um, 
in my and head it makes sense that they used to do that but like i didn't like actively know that right right uh and like i don't know you kind of shouldn't but it's just funny to think about that and <laughs> now where tv is at today that uh yeah i mean the, the news will be around in some form but i mean uh, you know this the is bigger... what they showed so it would just <laughs> yeah. be it would just be that all night the the bigger question turns into is like, what's just, what does the future of media look like? You know, iPhones would have blown our heads away 15 years ago. Um, and you know, all I watch now is Quibi. So, uh, who, who knows what it'll look like in the future? Um, I'm going to be on Quibi. So I feel like it's in my bench interest to not shit on it, but I, I didn't, I didn't shit on it. No, no, I'm about to. That's oh, me. okay. That's prefacing me shit. Okay. Every Whoa. time I read an article on like why Quibi failed or why Quibi's going to fail, I'm just like, I like eat it up, you know? I'm like, yeah. Right. Duh. Duh. They're going to pivot soon. Yeah. It'll be on apps and TVs and it'll be a normal app. Right. And then they'll just make an. They just wanted to claim that vertical market first. Someone uh, in the comment section said, wow, Jake actually uses Quibi. And yeah, he's a huge Quibi fan. Also, someone oh in the comment God. said that the or dead enough comment means like, even if I don't fully die, hopefully okay. I'm just dead enough. Or maybe it's like a, you know, we're talking about the future and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like maybe they can bring people back from the dead. They want you so dead that like that's not an option. Oh, okay. Like, like when you sentence someone to like enough. a life sentence... And then you sentence them to five life sentences. Yeah, kind of. Or like 200 years in jail. Like Just you get put through a wood chipper and they can't find all the pieces. Mm. Well, Wes Anderson sucks. I like his movies, but it just sucks that he's coming at me. You don't think it's the real one? I, I don't know. Who am I to it's know? the internet. Yeah. It's the internet. Who am I to know if it's the real one or not the real one? Let's go to the sports. Boogie Woogie with it. Yeah. Boogie Cousins pulls the old rope a on Kings announcer Grant Napier. He has to resign after tweeting All Lives Matter. We'll talk about that. Looks like the Boston Marathon was canceled. James Dolan still kind of runs a clown show known as the Knicks and clarifies in another not release statement, not releasing a statement. Mm. Mm. Powerful. Hello, welcome to the sports show. I mean, the Grant Napier stuff is wild. And it's actually not that wild, but it's funny that Boogie, three years later, just fucking... I mean, if you're Grant Napier, you got got, dude. Like You got got so good. If anyone doesn't, so know, the good. Full, if anyone doesn't know the full story, Grant Napier is the play-by-play -play guy for the Kings. And he said that Boogie Cousins ruined the chemistry for the Kings and was terrible and, like, ruined the Kings, basically. He had bad things to say about him. Three years later, dude, all Boogie Cousins did was say, hey, Grant, what are your thoughts on Black Lives Matter? And Grant responded with all caps, all lives matter. And maybe he was ignorant to what's going on, but 
there's no way he can, he has a sports show where he talks about like topics and he works in the NBA and, and you know, there's no way he can claim ignorance on, I didn't know that that meant that. I didn't know that that's what race is. Like you can't do it. So he responds, all caps, all lives matter. Instantly gets fired from his radio job. And then I think he had to resign from everything else. And he tried to defend it. It's funny when these older people think they're saying something poignant and new, and they're just repeating the tropes that have already been like outed as, yeah, that is what old white racist people say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's a playbook and he, he's just picking off the playbook and, uh, Maybe he doesn't realize. And then they also showed him he was uh, defending um, Clippers owner. I can't think of his name. Sterling. Sterling. He was defending Sterling at the time, saying that he wasn't racist because he employed black people. So <laughs> yeah. tough night for Grant Napier. And he resigns and fired and all that. And uh, and that's uh, that, that's why at the start of this, I, I said, you know, if you if you think someone was corny or something for posting the, the black image on Instagram or whatever, um, like, how let, about, let's not let's how let's about, treat this whole thing as an awakening. And yeah, I'll start with the athlete part of it. People forget. And Jim, you've now realized this now. And I think for a little bit, you almost weren't proud of yourself. But motivation is a bitch. And athletes remember stuff. And I know there's been a couple people on Twitter that you've eyed along your climb up that you're like, I'm going to catch that MFR because you're like, I, I do better stuff than him. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. you know, look, look at all the guys in the NFL draft. Look at, I think Draymond green can name everyone that was drafted ahead of him. Aaron Rodgers sitting in the green room. Like if you're motivated and you're pissed and you remember something and you work towards that, you know, uh, that'll find a way. <laughs> this guy clearly tripped up Boogie Cousins to the fact that Boogie was like, I know I'm going to get this guy. Um, and here was the moment. And it was too easy, like you're saying. Uh, so it was easy like, for Boogie. <laughs> what a layup. <laughs> what a layup. <laughs> it was the, I mean, wide open. And 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 this is the big thing. And I guess like all this Boogie did, ha- like he didn't even knock over the first dominoes. He just kind of like, said to to Napier like you see those dominoes yeah and then, and then and then Grant saw the dominoes and ran over like a dumb puppy and just knocked them all over and his house burned on fire yeah you know it's not like Boogie so, pushed so. he didn't set up the dominoes he didn't push the first domino he just said hey Grant Napier dominoes exist and then Grant yeah. set him up pushed him down burned his house down this is the easiest of all easies yeah and I, I think it's almost been my I guess my kind of coming away mission from this, and I've, I've said it on a couple different platforms now, is that, you know, I like I was an all lives matter person because that made sense in my head. Um, but that doesn't make sense. All lives matter is the goal. Um, and I, I think Marcus Stroman, hey, if we want to talk sports, our guy Stro Show had a, had a good tweet that uh, showed it the other day. And it was, you know, it, they showed two neighbors talking in front of their houses, and one of the na- neighbors says, "Hey, all houses matter," and the other neighbor, you know, points to his house and he says, "Yeah, but my house is on fire right now," um, and like you know, that's that's kind of a, a sillyish image to make it make sense in your head. Like we have to we have to deal with that home <laughs> before we can deal with all the homes, 
And then I think, you know, kind of tying it all together, there's another thing that went viral on the the internet yesterday that was uh, a Karen figure. The Karens, tough to be named Karen at this point. Um, but uh, Karen posted something like, hey, blue lives matter. And if, if you don't believe that, you know, get out of here. And then someone responded to it and they were like, oh, so you don't think all jobs matter? Like teachers, um, medical profession, et cetera, et cetera. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I think all of those matter too, but right now, you know, blue lives are the ones that are getting attacked. And it's like, again, she took the cheese. Her, her, you know, her, the, the announcer guy, they took the exact same cheese. They just took different routes to get there. It's easy. So it's close easy. to understanding the point of it. It's too easy. Um, this James Dolan thing, he like doubled down on it. What'd he do? Uh, uh, no, I don't think he doubled down. Um, it's just like a dollar late and a dollar short. And like, you know, he's saying in th that email was supposed to say in our organization, uh, blah, blah, blah. And we were going to get stuff out there. We He said we vehemently condemn and reject racism against anyone, period. So, you know, they they got it out there. But it's just like... I mean, what what are we doing? It's a, a day late and a dollar short. Um, I don't know, man. They're uh, I they're like if you believe in yin and yang, like the Knicks are the yin and yang to me, liking the Yankees and UConn basketball, because um, it's it's almost an unfair fandom of that organization. Yeah. I mean, he, he, some of the quotes here are like, yesterday I made a sincere attempt to provide my perspective on a very difficult issue, one that has no easy answers. I don't know, man. The whole thing's crazy. Like MLB just put out their statement and everyone's like, finally, finally. And I do think the pressure for these big corporations to... But again, it's an easy win. Just put out a good statement. Uh, kind of. I mean, think of but then, you like, know, some you of the, know, some of the stuff. That? Some of the stuff we talked about before this. I mean, think about how much money is tied to the MLB and things like that, and different organizations within the MLB. And you know, there's some dumb people out there that kind of don't get Black Lives Matter, and they're afraid of money and their fan bases and stuff. And that's uh that's what does kind of suck. I mean, if you go through a lot of those MLB messages, you know, a lot of them are word salad, a, a phrase I'm stealing from Lindsay Adler that's been around, but I just never used it. Um, and it's yeah, it's just a weird mix of like, hey, you guys have a following, do something impactful. And I think it was interesting to see, you know, some teams really stepped up and said something in their statement. Uh, there was a few teams that did not. Um, and that that kind of is what it is but either way like make a statement and show that you're somewhat on the right side but you also have to be a little better and you see it like i think the braves had a really impactful one um and guess what you know they had to deal with everything henry aaron went through for a while and they you know the braves organization saw it through the years um and i i think you know you see that like the rays shout out to the rays we normally give them shit they came out with a really good one so uh, yeah, it's, it is this weird mix of, you know, word salad slash just getting something out there to get something out there, which sucks. Um, like, I don't think any of the baseball teams actually said black lives matter. Um, 
which then kind of makes you sad because you wonder, you know, did they did all the teams wait this long so that they could read an email from the commissioner that was like, hey, you can be sad and say bad, you know, say that you hate racism, but don't say Black Lives Matter. And when you start getting into that stuff, it just gets really sad really quick. I believe only the Rays and Orioles have said like the words Black Lives Matter in their statement. So it's like two out of 30 total teams. Not even all 30 teams have said something. Yankees are one of the like four that haven't for what that's worth. Yankees are always late to everything. Yeah. It's kind of how they operate. Shitty. Not good. I like the baseball team though. Think of think of kind of how mad we've been getting at individuals if they can't muster up the words Black Lives Matter and then you've got twenty eight baseball teams that can't say it. And it's just like, damn. World kind of sucks. Kind of sucks. That's really all the sports news. We haven't heard much about anything else. So Yeah, I'm wondering, uh, how about this? Let's fun game. A lot of people like us through baseball. What's going to be the next media thing from baseball? that the owners sent an official offer that um, the players are going to say, no way are we doing 50, 60 games. Like what's going to be the next baseball news, little guessing game. I'm so positive. So I don't even think that I think the next is going to be the final deal because it sounds like they're negotiating. I've been saying this. It sounds like they're negotiating in good faith now and they don't need to use the media anymore. Um, My, my hope is, and and the clock is ticking. So my hope is, that the rest of this actually gets ironed out inside the room with the two teams and we hear the final. Um, But Manfred seems like he's going to be fired or quit at the end of all this. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I I feel like a lot of people have started saying that and I was kind of kind of in that boat for a little bit. And then, you know, we've had a lot of talks on here. Our commissioners are basically just supposed to look like the bad guy. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure there was people that, you know, have thought Goodell is going to be fired through the years and he hasn't. So I'm, I'm interested. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not shy to say I have no idea. I could see Manfred in for another 20 years and not be surprised. Maybe not 20, 10 years and not be surprised. I could see Manfred in for, you know, <laughs> next six months and not be surprised either. Do you think he makes the next CBA? I don't think he does. I think he can easily. Yeah, he can, but I, I mean, he just, the owners have taken the loss right now and they're going to put, blame it on someone. Not going to blame it on themselves. Um, We don't know if they've taken a loss, right? I mean, think about the stuff we've talked through, through talking baseball. And I, my silly kind of true Jake theory that I think is becoming true is that the owner's, the owners were kind of fine with this half season agreement prorated from the start. Uh, they just wanted to negotiate to negotiate. And you know, if, if net net, they get, you know, Jim and think about that. Like what if, what if for the owners two years of the expanded playoffs is a massive win for them? Like the world is back in, in 2021. Um, and they have packed stadiums, more games for the playoffs. Like, that alone could be a win for the owners. Yeah, it's true. But the <laughs> PR has been fine. a nightmare both sides. I think both sides need new leadership. Although the union I, has come looking strong right now. I think we get one, maybe one more push from that Manfred stance that he's like, hey, you know, we, we can decide to play 60 games if we want to. And players will say that's dumb. And then we get the agreement. Yeah. All right. Let's take it to halftime real quick. And BBD, do you have a state or a stake? 
I kind of forgot a... to think about a state. Oh shit! Do you have a oh stake in a state? You want me to name the states? Yeah. Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Connecticut. Let's see. <laughs> You're really good there. Fifty nifty United, United States, States from thirteen original, original colonies. colonies. Yeah, fifth grade, I played the chimes on that song because I was new in school, mm. and they needed to just give me an instrument that wouldn't like have any effect on it, and I could sure. learn it. So I just held a triangle. Fifty nifty United States, ding, nailed it, ding. <laughs> uh, so I did. This state will be Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Uh, Massholes. Massachusetts, not a very large state. We didn't have that many new sports topics because everyone kind of agreed to not do not what's important right now yesterday. And uh, we were kind of angry for most of that half. And I associate Massachusetts with people being angry. Wow. Boston Tea Party. All these comparisons to the riots of the Boston Tea Party are pretty funny. Boston Tea Party was like the most peaceful protest ever. The British didn't fire a shot or do anything. They just watched yeah. they just watched them dump all the tea into the water and was like, eh, fuck, this sucks, but we can't fire on them because we don't want to hurt innocent people. And then right. they never got caught or anything. Like it led to a war, but the actual right. Boston Tea Party took place in the middle of the night and they just went out to the boats. They dumped only the tea. Any cargo that wasn't tea didn't get dumped into the water. They didn't burn the ships. They didn't harm anything but the tea. And then they went back to land and the British watched it happen. And like people were like, you know, like that was the most peaceful protest. People are equating it to riots. Wasn't a riot. Yeah. They, uh, I, I think they're trying to relate it to protesting in general, like protest and make some noise. Um, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, but I, I've heard, I've seen some people like, yeah, related to riots. I'm like, oh. can't take it. Can't take it to riots. Um, no. And then, yeah, I think if I remember correctly, I think the the, the funny tea party. Yeah. After that, they went back and they watched some of the Sinbad standups on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, they did. The tea party's funny, Jake, because they all dress like Mohawk Indians or Indians. You know, like they mm. put like you know fake makeup on and, and headdresses and stuff. And when they realized the British didn't care and like, weren't going to do anything. Do you think they felt silly? Like, Oh, I guess oh, yeah. all this, all this wasn't necessary. <laughs> uh, no. Cause you get a group of people dressing up and probably not realizing that that was offensive at the time. Um, you know, when you're dressed up with a group of people, that's a good time. Yeah. I don't think they were going, they were just in disguise. They wanted to pass blame onto the Indians. Right. Because the Indians <laughs> so had a real, um, the chat was asking what my dog's name is going to be, and then some people uh, mm. remembered it, so that's cool. MacDougall. MacDougall. We get it in two days. Do you know what the rules are on that? Jess was inquiring the other day because she obviously wants Noodle to meet MacDougall. Um, but I think there's normally like a couple-week puppies aren't supposed to see other puppies kind of rule or some shit. We're not supposed to have MacDougall off-leash for a year. So he's not supposed right. to uh, go to dog parks and stuff for a year. So I, I, I don't know if, you know, it, when dogs are on leash and another one's not on leash, don't they not get along? So I don't, I don't know all the rules. You're going to keep them on leash, like in your apartment and stuff. No, but around other dogs and like in public. Right. 
Um, I don't. We're talking about two different things. We could do this off air, I suppose. Oh, I read that you know around like he shouldn't be. I think it was a year until the dog is trained for us. He shouldn't be socialized with other dogs. Is what I read. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, you've just made Jess extremely sad that she's not gonna see your dog <laughs> with our dog. <laughs> well, eventually, year goes by fast. Got to train this fucker. MacDougal, zero trained right now. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. He's probably going to piss all over me and stuff. Same with Noodle. Dallas police asked people to call out protesters. People flooded their app with K-pop instead. Mm. <laughs> <I like it. laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> man, man allegedly throws large pickle at a highway worker. A man drank a liter of lemon juice in under 17 seconds to f- get the world record for fastest to drink a liter of lemon juice. Uh, good job. A man lost his bike, receives it as a parcel two weeks later, and we got a pair of food fights in Ohio at a Burger King and a Shell gas station, and police arrest a man who claimed he was making healthy meth. All right. Um... Hey, that was pretty funny. A good hmm, will get me. Katie drops those on Dude, me all the time. It's, uh, I mean, it's partially stolen. I mean, it, I shouldn't say stolen. It comes from real life. Like when someone just makes a noise acknowledging something you said, I mean, that's funny in and of itself. Dude, Scott Van Pelt has that on SportsCenter. He has a guy, Stanford Steve, who's mm-hmm. been like a producer slash kind of on air with him for years. And Stanford Steve sits in a corner off camera for most of the show. And when they show highlights, he just gets to make noises. Or like if, if Scott like has a conversation with him, he talks, but like, I don't know, it'll be an NBA highlight and someone will make like a, a really nice jump shot with someone in his eye. And you'll hear just, you'll just hear him go, Oh, (laughs) and it's just, it's so good. Uh, the fact that they put that together is genius. Hmm. So, yeah, it made me laugh. And the K-pop stuff kind of makes me laugh in general. Is it, maybe BBD, you might be our source on this, is just like commenting K-pop videos, like is that just something people do? Is it like something that people put on just posts they don't care about? Because I see see a lot of K-pop reply posts that I don't really get. Really? I think, I know like the K-pop fans, like people that actually like it, are very vocal. Uh, yes get like very insulted if you like demean k-pop in any way so then i don't know if it's part of that group helping or if it's just everyone else clowning on it it's hard to tell when like the big k-pop trend happened lines Um, are blurred i got a follow-up on the k-pop thing from the police today they also were doing um whiteout wednesday the people who hated blackout tuesday and they're being assholes and and people are flooding that hashtag with K-pop stuff, and that's getting kind of buried. So, kind of cool. I'm gonna 
K-pop stock is on the rise for me right now, which yeah. I didn't think I would ever say. Yeah, weird. Um, I knew you were going to say that the day I met you, David. Thank you. It is a funny <laughs> scene, just, you know, like the Dallas police officer taking the calls and then the sergeant coming like, oh, you got anything good? It's nothing but K-pop. <laughs> just What's K-pop? Yeah. Take a listen. What? What is this? It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> the guy likes it. Turns into kind of like a footloose type moment. Dallas police station is going to be playing K-pop like a month from now. Like, you know, like, all right. <laughs> this is, this is they pranked the hell out of us, slapped. but, you know, we kind of respect it because this is great. Yeah. How about this police officer? Uh, no, that's not the transition. No. How about this pickle? <laughs> you had it six one six one they're both part the of the story uh yeah. a massachusetts man is facing an assault charge after he allegedly threw a large pickle from a moving vehicle that hit a vermont vermont a vermont, vermont. highway worker <laughs> vermont. The, vermont the incident occurred just before 6 p.m monday on u.s route 7 in Pownal. near the right. border crossing into massachusetts a passenger in a southbound vehicle threw an object later determined to be a pickle that hit the highway worker and caused him pain. Oh, like a worker on the side of the road? Yeah. That sucks. I thought he hit another car. Yeah. How large was the pickle? Dude, that's a hell of a shot, Uh, huh? They're driving on a highway and he threw a pickle at a person and hit him? Yeah, I mean, maybe there's a group of people. I'm not going to give him credit for the throw yet. Um, okay. If it was going full speed on the highway and you hit someone, we'll give you credit for the throw. Um, but yeah, I need to know the speed and I need to know if there's a group of people. Uh, dude, did you see this gentleman's name that got in trouble for this? No, I I, I clicked out of it. What is it? Christoph Hermansdorfer. Oh, shit. Yeah. With a K or a C-H? Uh, for Kristoff? Yeah. Or Hermannsdorfer. Um, uh, uh, it's C-H. Kristoff. Oh, it comes up. Oh. We got images of him. And he looks like an idiot. Oh, my God. Look at this guy. You know what? It's not who I would have guessed would be throwing pickles. Do you see the picture of him? No. You're not, it, you know, this guy is more like you'd find him. He's just not the guy you peg for the pickle throw at a guy on the side of the road, I don't think. So mm. let me know, hear your thoughts. Here's what he looks like. Ooh. You know, I don't have, that's not what I was envisioning. This guy makes jazz music at home that he doesn't let anyone listen to. Yeah, I don't know. He's kind of given me uh, your slash our friend David, like if things went horribly wrong at some point. David's beard. Um, like if, if David, just, if, like if this kid had a rat tail got, growing up. Yeah, if David never got to see uh, like, like if David was Amish. But then he went out for his run springer or whatever. This mm-hmm. would be his look. Yeah. 
Not you, big baby. Dave. And then got into jazz at some point. Can we just put that in the mix, please? Okay, jazz was there. But like new age jazz. He's like, well, I wouldn't call it your typical jazz. Next time you think I might be watching kind of a bad, bad movie or looking to watch a bad movie, can you make me watch a Christoph Waltz movie? I always like him. Yeah, there's not many out there. Watch Water for Elephants. You like Christoph Waltz. I like Reese okay. Witherspoon. Animals are involved. The circus is fun. Watch Water for Elephants. Should we start mixing in like stuff like that on here? Like on Thursday, we're being like, hey, we're going to watch Water for Elephants on here. We'll talk about it next Thursday. I don't know. We could, but like we haven't been sticking to what we say we're going to do. We told people we're going to go back to rating our days. I think we did it once. Rate my day and get a job. Dude, is Rate My Face still a website? Oh, God. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Brutal website. It looks like it's not. I'm just spinning forever. How funny is the the guy who got hit with the pickle? He's like, you know, it caused me pain. It's like, well, what are we talking about here? Did it sting for two seconds and then you rubbed it with your palm and you're fine? Do you have a lasting bruise? Like, I, it, it, again, if, if when you say it caused me pain, it downplays it a lot. It means, you know, it maybe hurt for a second. But I think if he said, like, it hurt like a bitch, I think we'd be happy with it. And in theory, he's saying the same thing. He's just saying it different ways. Because if he did get hit by a big pickle going a 60 spot on the highway, that's going to hurt. I think this guy ordered a sandwich. They put a huge pickle in his bag. He's like, what the fuck is this? Tosses it out his window. Hits a dude. Unfortunate for everyone. Um you know, Witkowski said, I'm just happy it wasn't a bottle or a piece of metal. Ooh, maybe this this could be an anti-littering thing in this community. Hold on. Another quote. A pickle can be a relatively hard object. It's not hard to imagine it would hurt. He said the splattering also ruined Hoffman's shoes. So now I'm very confused mm-hmm. what happened here. How does it splatter on his shoes, that makes it seem like it hit the ground. Are we saying the pickle hit him in the arm or the body so hard it splattered onto his shoes but not his clothes? I'm going to assume that this was the popular gas station treat, pickle in a bag. You know what? But I'm just, I don't think the pickle hit the guy at all. Really? How do you get splattered? You think it goes that deep? Yeah, how do you get splattered pickle on your shoes when it also hits you and hurt? Dude, have you seen pickle in a bag? Oh, but I'll Google it. Rate my face isn't a website anymore. Was that what it was called, or was it hot or not? There was so many of them for a little while, and then I think that's when, like, parents still ruled the internet, and they were like, hey, this isn't good, and they were kind of right. Hotornot.com. Yeah, you have to sign in now. That was why. Okay, pickle in a bag. But Jake, I'm just saying, I don't think if if it hit his body and splattered, right. you wouldn't yes. just call out the shoes. You'd be like, it splattered all over me. The fact he's just saying the splatter just went on the shoes makes me think the pickle hit the ground, splattered on his shoes. He told people, hey, you hit me when it didn't. They're like, well, are you in any pain? He said, yeah, it caused some pain because that's I'm so just open-ended. thinking. 
I think he's on a work site and he probably has to wear like a special pair of boots and he got pickle all over his boots. You can change shirts and jeans or whatever but, he's wearing I mean, pretty easily. You wear those boots on the work site to get dirty. Not in pickle juice, dude. I have I have this pickle not even hitting this dude. This is this is deep. Heavy. Yo, that guy with the hat, he describes himself as a gentleman, which is obviously if you have that beard and that hat, you describe yourself as a gentleman who has found his path through tribulations while trying mm. to guide others to the light. And that matches Hell up yes. with that guy's face. The next story that we got here is that a man drank a liter of lemon juice in under 17 seconds for a world record. Seems at, oh my God, look at this guy. Not who you'd expect to be breaking this record at all but we're rooting for him. I need you to take one look at the setup. I don't think it's going to be what you expected. And then let me know if you're rooting for okay. this guy or rooting against him. Okay. Come on. Come on. Okay. Not oh, what you're God. expecting, right? Cause now I have this as a dad who's just trying to entertain his kids in, in quarantine times. And it's like, fuck it. You want to see your dad be the lemon King? Yeah, we've got we've got a few options here. We've got okay, this is this guy's kind of life skill. Like this is just what he has. He can chug lemon juice and he's like hit it from his kids all these years and that's kind of funny. Uh we could have just a straight up midlife crisis where this guy's chugging lemon juice and that's got some some humorous aspects to it too. Or the sad twist is that this guy has dedicated his life to chugging lemon juice. And like, he's finally got there. I think he's got little kids who are just punking him out nonstop. Like dad, I dare you to eat the dog food. Dad, you won't drink this. You know, like eight year old kids that are making like, uh, you know, mixing every liquid in the fridge. Be like, dad, I dare you to drink this. It's gross. Finally, he's like, you want me to drink some shit? Let's find a record. If I'm drinking something gross, let's break a record. And he's doing it for the kids, man. So let's, let's check this out. Okay. Getting okay. in a power stance. Ooh, a couple camera angles. Yeah, yeah. This is big time. Oh, David Rush takes on another Guinness World Record title attempt that's out of his wheelhouse and may never try it again. So this dude's a, a world record chaser. Yeah. That's a big straw. Angled straw, too. Do you think that makes a difference? Are world record chasers the people that are most scared of death in this world? Uh, maybe. I think you might be onto something. Like... They just need to be remembered somehow. So, like, let me chug lemon. Move the juice. straw. Oh, <laughs> I did like his finish. I did like his finish. <laughs> he had to show the record holder. Oh, okay, cool. We have uh, the the stopwatch in the shot now. Huge! Look at this. Oh my it's god! Three so camera, many camera angles. angles. What well, is it's this? official Guinness record, man. They don't fuck around. It's fucking Seinfeld. Man, that finish is good. I could I could use that finish as a gif. Okay. Gif it. Yeah, his name's David Rush. Let's see what other records he has. I mean, what's his YouTube channel? It's just nothing but records. Most t-shirts on in one minute. Wife's first Guinness World Record. World's fastest juggling on a balance board. Most ping pong balls caught on shaving cream. 
world's fastest ping pong ball bounce. You interested in any of these? No, dude, look at man. this one. And that's where it's like, dude. Look at this like, one. You're gonna die. It's okay. You don't you don't I, look at hold on. I think it's better that your grandkids remember you as like, you know, a loving a loving parent. I don't instead know. Instead of the world record lemon chugger. Up until a certain age, I'd brag if this was my dad. I'd think he was so cool. I mean, look, look at yeah, your your teenage years, you might not be able to come back from though. Yes, yes, but then eventually you find it cool again. <laughs> well, I mean, look at this one, Jake. Most balls caught in a bucket on the head. <laughs> you ready? So who's helping him? His brother? Uh, I don't know. Maybe his son. I mean, this is more impressive on the thrower. I mean, the fact that he's doing nothing. The David Rush should get no credit for this, and the thrower should get all credit. I mean, he's going left and right. Sometimes we do do this forgetting that this is a podcast. So we're currently watching a video of a gentleman about eight feet away from another gentleman with a large bucket on his head. And it looks like a, you know, childhood Nickelodeon game. And the guy is just double-handed tossing tennis balls into the other gentleman's head. And it's... I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I'm I impressed by the underhand it. thrower, dude. One minute. Okay. Now they have to count all those. Big high five that I think they just completely missed. So many camera angles for every video. Dude, it's, I mean, the previous record was 79, passed it's by a run YouTube. of 98. What's this, what's this cat's name? David Rush. David Rush. YouTube. And I'm guessing I mean, that's it, a stage name and not his birth name. Hey, if he's making coin off of this, you know, knock yourself out. Um, let's see. Clicking his YouTube. David Rush. The Lemon Juice video has, you know, 9.3 thousand uh, views. That's not too bad. I don't know about his followers. I don't think it says. But, yeah, he's getting some views. So, good, David Rush. Good for you, dude. He's also going to be in the Guinness Book of World Records, dude. Uh, two food fights. Ohio man arrested for Burger King food fight. And then there was another one. Let's speed read the food fights real quick. Food fight. Um, you would think with the dining areas of all restaurants closed to help fight the spread of COVID-19 that we would see far fewer stories about angry customers losing their minds and attacking fast food employees. Well, that's not the case. For example, on April 29th in North Olmsted, Ohio, a Burger King customer was not happy with the taste of his coffee. So he did what any poorly raised two-year-old would do. He threw a temper tantrum, followed by throwing his food at the employee who was working the drive through window, according to Cleveland.com. The female employee and witnesses told police that the man picked up his food and began screaming at the employee about the quality of the coffee, saying it tasted old. The yelling lasted for more than a minute. Then the man threw a bag of food at the employee. So don't want to give, don't care about that. It's not really a food fight, just a dickhead. Mm. Ohio woman is banned from Shell, then throws burrito at employee. Let's see what this one's all about. Okay. A 55-year-old woman wore out her welcome at the True North Shell Station in Berea, Ohio, last Saturday night. The Shell employee said that the woman has been a problem for a while and that this was the last straw, according to Cleveland.com. The worker said the store had experienced problems with the woman in the past. On May 23rd, the woman walked into the store, grabbed a burrito, and started to walk out without paying. When the suspect was told she had to pay for the food she attempted to walk out with, she threw it at the employee. 
In a confusing turn of events, the would-be shoplifter then refused to leave the store and threatened to sue the employee. But wait, there's more. After the food-throwing incident, the suspect then moved his truck in order to block the drive through exit so nobody could leave. Oh, that was the Burger King guy. Yeah. Um, okay. Just shitty people yeah. all around. Shitty people. Have you ever been part of a good fu- food fight? Is there such a thing? Follow-up question. Yeah, I was uh, at a birthday party at my Aunt Carol's house. We got into a cake food fight in the backyard. Okay, so yeah. So there, there's pictures like we're drenched with cake and frosting and people smashing on their faces and throwing it at each other. And know what? I think you mentioned the key point because, uh, you know, there's a dream of a good food fight. It has to be outdoors. Any food fight indoors ends up sucking. At Pomprog freshman year, someone took a tampon and put ketchup mm. all over it. Sure, and then just, classic. Yeah, and then flung it onto the lunch table like a head. And they screamed, and then they flung it to the next table. It was like a Domino's for right. a little bit until someone threw it out. And I remember that. That was kind of something like that. Ketchup flying through the air, not ideal. It was just a little bit. Like, it wasn't, like, goopy. Okay. Then I kinda, I'm kind of i kind of fine with that. I think they took it, the tampon, and then, like, dipped it in ketchup, you know, like, rubbed it around, then right. threw it. They were going for realism, Jake. Ooh, art. Yeah, that is art. It is art. It is art. Uh, I got to punch in the numbers on the computer here, and then I got to go like this. Better the day, it's the better the day. Better the day, better the day. Better of the day, better of the day. It's the better of the day. Yesterday, Jake placed his bet on Eintracht to win. If they win, they have Jake's heart. They were playing Werner, I believe, uh, who I said, you know, believe in Werner. It's a trap game. Werner sucked. Eintracht also sucks, but not as much as Werner. Um, What happened? They're playing today. So because Bundesliga is the only thing we can actually follow up on and find out who wins... Um, we have to do some Bundesliga futures. So we're going to, and they're the only game today. So we'll be checking in on that. Um, go, go Eintracht Frankfurt. And Jim, I'm going to change the narrative on you a little bit. Um, so, you know, starts the, the at Bundesliga. Yeah, starts at 2.30. Get excited for that. Um, so, you know, we have a full weekend slate of games. And Jim, I'm changing the narrative on you. Because guess what? Eintracht Frankfurt plays again this weekend against FSV Mainz. They're terrible. And my whole thing is I think Eintracht's going to go on a winning streak. Um, mm. I think they're getting hot um, because Main, they're playing Mainz terrible is better teams. better than Werder. Yeah, sure. But Werder's garbage. But Eintracht's going to be running hot. And I think this is their part of the schedule that they've been circling. And they're like, hey, we kind of stink. But I think we could get hot right here. And so they're going to win today, as predicted on here. I'm predicting them to win this weekend. And then, then they're going to be terrible the rest of the season. But So these teams I've matched got, up back in December, and, and Maine's won. Right. It's a revenge game. Let me find out Maine's keeper's name. Obviously, this holds a lot. Oh, He's Florian. A keeper. Oh, I don't know if I can go with this Florian, dude. 
Okay. Florian Mula. His hair. You can't have this hair if you want to be a keeper. You know what I'm saying? Mm. See it? Look at this hair. Tell me, tell me if this is a goalkeeper's head. It kind of is. Um, it kind of goes back to the goalkeeper conundrum. Like goalkeepers are kind of weird guys. It's almost a little too stylish for a goalkeeper, but it was also on tilt so much that it is a goalkeeper's haircut. So that's not swaying, swaying me at all. He's out, man. That guy sucks. I, but but Eintracht's going to lose to Werner. Trap game. And then they're going to be like, let's get our act together. If we lose yeah. to Mainz as well, we're uh, uh, a large pile of shit. So we need to just win. So on this one. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. I'm with you. Get, get hot, Eintracht. No, they're going to lose today. Then they'll regroup. And they'll, they'll kick uh-uh. Mainz ass. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. You know, my, sexy, I want I want my keeper sexy. to look like Ben Foster. You know, Ben Foster from my baggies. He's not with the baggies anymore because they got relegated, right. and he's better than that. But that's what a keeper looks like. It's a badass. Ben Foster, also a good actor. All right, we're out of here, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.